Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Yo! Welcome everybody to another edition of Alice McCarthy's Wrestling Daily right here on the, you guessed it, Wrestling Daily YouTube channel. We thank you for your custom once more. It is the Daily Boys in the house. Thank you for joining us on this great Wednesday. SB3, how are you, my ever so slightly tanned brother? I am doing well. It is Wednesday, and you know what that means. SP3 back with Alex McCarthy, the greatest tag team on YouTube today. Irish Whip and Harlem Shake are here to give you the latest wrestling news. We're going to be talking about the Full Gear main event. And yes, it's the one you've been thinking of, the one you've been wanting, the one you wanted at All Out. But they fooled you and they gave you something there instead. And now you get it at full gear. We're also going to be talking about the dream match that's going to happen on Friday. Not even on TNT. Not even on free TV. On free YouTube, we're going to get a dream match up against SmackDown. SmackDown versus Rampage. There, You talked to Chris Jericho today. There is so much going on on a Wednesday. And unlike the Dudley boys, the Daily boys do still do business together. You best believe it. Uh, no qualms in this house. Uh, so once again, thank you so much for joining us. And remember, in this sprint of a Wrestling Daily show, you can have your say with the Ultra Chats. That's always the way. Hot takes, news, whatever you like. WrestleTalk.com forward slash Wrestling Daily. Get it in. And the mod mother herself. She'll deliver the goods. It's not the postman. She will deliver the goods every damn time. Uh, hey, let's get into that top news, shall we? Because I do believe it was Tony Khan who was doing the interview today. As SB3 correctly said, I did speak to Chris Jericho, and I have some stuff to bring on that. 
but it can wait. Let's talk titular news. SB3, tell the people what is going on with Tony Khan and the next pay-per-view main event. Well, Tony Khan has been busy on the uh, the press junket, the uh, public appearances, public interviews. He spoke to former Wrestling Daily uh, co-host on a Friday of Barstool Sports, Robbie Fox, uh, recently on Love his Robbie. YouTube channel. Great interview there. He also talked to uh, Barstool Sports wrestling uh, podcast. And there he uh, basically addressed uh, the lineup for full gear. He says not all the matches have been finalized. He says they're going to be the huge eliminator tournament coming up with the finals taking place at full gear. And he talked about how it was a full circle thing. Thing with the uh, Eliminator Tournament Finals happening last year at Full Gear 2020, kicked off the show with a tremendous bout between Hangman Page and Kenny Omega, and now those guys are going to be closing this year's Full Gear 2021, as he did confirm that Hangman Page will cash in his poker chip, will cash in his opportunity that he won on the AEW Dynamite second anniversary show in his return, winning the Casino Ladder Match. He's going to cash in that opportunity against Kenny Omega for the AEW World Championship at Full Gear 2021. And it's going to be the culmination of a two-year journey, a two-year story, nearly three years, because it all started at the very first pep rally for uh, AEW, where Hangman Page spoke about signing with the company and said that he wanted to become the AEW champion. Of course, he had the opportunity at All Out 2019 against Chris Jericho, and he failed there. From there, he went on a whole journey, a crisis of confidence, started drinking. He started, turned away from the elite. He didn't feel worthy of being in the elite. Then the elite kicked him to the curve after he cost the Young Bucks the AEW tag team title opportunity. And now the elite are the biggest villains, the biggest heels in AEW, while Hangman Page is the biggest babyface. And he gets to verse the man that he was tag team champions with for over eight months in 2020. Kenny Omega in the main event. It's it's probably one of the best buildups to a world title match that I've seen in the past two decades. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. A few things here. Uh, you missed out him coming up short against MJF in the, the ring uh, yep. finals. He also came up short in the number one contenders tournament that eventually led to Kenny Omega actually winning the title. Yes. Who did he lose to? Kenny Omega. So, like, there are very important... Lines in this story, it's fantastically built. Everybody is ready to see Paige and Omega tear it down and presumably crown Paige the new guy. Let me ask you this, SP3, in that note, before I go and herd my children back into their room. What about Daniel Bryan? What about him? It doesn't exist. What about Bryan Danielson? He, of course, is battling the elite right now, presumably fighting his way through them, and Suzuki now, to get his way back to Kenny. There's no way that's done. They've left it there. The door open. Could be a feud about the title. Who knows? Or, or, said Alex McCarthy in the third person, will it be another WrestleMania 37 equation where Daniel Bryan infiltrates, invades Hangman Page's opportunity? I don't think we're going to get another WrestleMania 30, WrestleMania 37, where Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan needs to be 
in the world championship matchup because this is not something like edge and roman reigns where they thought you know the fans investment in the edge return story would elevate that matchup with roman reigns and people would want to see it people were definitely captivated by you know the daniel bryan roman reigns matches and i feel that momentum you know inserted uh daniel bryan into the main event of wrestlemania 37 we all know the story with wrestlemania 30 nobody and I mean, nobody wanted to see Batista versus Randy Orton. So they needed, needed, needed and begged and plead that they needed Daniel Bryan in that main event. So I don't think it's that type of situation. But, Alex, what I do think is going to happen, we're going to see the world title eliminator brackets on Saturday, on Saturday Night Dynamite. We saw the ending of All Out. I think that the perfect story is just there for the waiting. The finals of the Eliminator Tournament at full gear to go along with Hangman versus Kenny in the main event. You have Brian Danielson versus Adam Cole in the finals of the Eliminator mm-hmm. Tournament because it's two guys that have ready-made stories with either or, basically. Like Adam Cole, he could be trying to usurp uh, Kenny Omega in the leadership of the elite. Of course, Daniel Bryan has that, uh, Brian Danielson has that open-ended uh, feud with Kenny Omega following their 30-minute time limit draw at Grand Slam. Uh, Cole and Paige have their own separate history. These are two men that got in, that was inserted into the Bullet Club at exactly the same time, just one day apart from each other back in 2015, 2016. Uh, you got uh, Brian Danielson and Hangman Page. These are like two of the most over baby faces in wrestling. And what a different type of matchup that will be for, for you know, AEW because they really haven't had that too big of baby faces going at it. That's kind of of a, a AEW take on the old school, you know, Hogan and Warrior type of type of development where the fans are going to have to kind of be split down the middle of who they want to see win there. So there's different stories that they can go there, but I feel like that's the best one-two punch of two major matchups to have at full gear. As someone who's thinking about taking the trip over to, to Minneapolis, I would love to see both of those matches on the night as well as, you know, matches they've already teased like Lucha bros versus santana and ortiz yeah Uh, we don't know what sammy guevara is going to do with the tnt championship you got maybe darby allen versus mjf this full gear card you know for a pay-per-view that in a lot of fans mind this is the fourth pay-per-view this is like the survivor series and ironically they're both in november this is the survivor Mm. series of the big four for aew they could really amp this up and make this the best card and when you look at last year in my eyes i feel like last year if it wasn't for revolution the best pay-per-view of the year or one of the best pay-per-views of the year was full gear 2020 with page and omega in the opener you had the classic between ftr I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary in the Young Bucks, Eddie Kingston mm. and John Moxley had a tremendous buildup to their matchup in the main yeah. event. So there was a lot of things that intrigued me going into Full Gear 2020, and I felt like that was the best pay-per-view of the pandemic era. Yeah, it was revolution, though. But no, no doubt, no doubt, it's yeah. only that it's two different. That's why I had to you exactly know, different say it's, I hear it's you. two I hear different you. things because Revolution had that hot crowd in Chicago, but I feel like Full Gear was their best pay per view of the pandemic under the restrictions that they had. That was that was their, one of their best shows, and that was their probably their second best behind Revolution. No doubt, no doubt. Um, and I think a lot of people think that um, Double or Nothing is probably like the Mania equivalent just because it's the first, like, and it's, you know, the connotations that come around with it. But yeah. uh, I like the way that AEW, I don't think I could really choose that. All four of them feel important is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, and I feel that's, that's good about their business model. They don't overload with pay-per-views. And when you get there, all of these matches, they seem well thought out and crafted. I like it. Um, and I've said from the jump, Brian and Cole, I felt like they'd work together early, maybe even earlier than they have, but um, I felt like that was the direction they were going to head in, and you'd have to believe they're going to be in the latter stages, if not the finals of that tournament. I think CM Punk will have other stories before he gets on the World Title Odyssey. Um, yeah. You know, I, I saw people being critical. I tweeted the other day that I actually quite like how he started off his AEW career, and some people are critical of it, saying, oh, you know, he needs to get out of this. I'm happy to be here, kind of. But, you know... Is, I think the romance in his return is fine, and we've got lots of time for him to get stuck into the stories and you know to find his edge and all of that great stuff. So I'm not worried about where that's going. I'm enjoying just the diversity. I don't mean that like ethically, but um, f f ethnically, Jesus, um, on the card. I mean in general, like there's just a widespread of talent in different areas. You don't have to jam pack them all into the main event world title scene, they're finding places for everyone. It makes the show more interesting, in yeah. my opinion. Um, so, yeah. What other news did we have to touch on SP3? I believe that you said from the Tony Khan interview there was talk of a streaming deal. Do we, you know, do we have any kind of information to pass along on that one? Well, we do know now that there is conversations that are ongoing. Uh, what Tony Khan said in his interview with the Wrestling Podcast is that he has Wrestling. spoken to, yes, Wrestling with the mm -hmm. Wrestling Podcast. Uh, he said that uh, he is has been had talks with Warner Media about a streaming service, and he says that there's a lot and they're building up their library. You know, we've gone on 104 episodes of AEW Dynamite. They're building up the AEW Rampage, um, you know, catalog. As 
as well. He also talked big about um, the house show that they did uh, in Jacksonville earlier this year. And he says that that's never been seen by the widespread audience. So he's been like waiting on that and waiting on, Mm. you know, the ongoing talks with the uh, streaming deal to kind of put that out in the public. So there's a lot that is on the cuffs and, you know, there's major announcements, you know, to be had, you know, we got the, the major announcement on the second anniversary of the TBS championship. There's already been talks of a trios title. There's been talks of an international tour in 2022. So some big things are on the cusp, but he said like the streaming deal is still ongoing, but so, but we didn't get like a definitive answer as of yet. I mean, just a few years into the company's birth, it's insane that they're even at this juncture, but shows you the rapid growth they are making without a shadow of a doubt. Um, Yeah, and so uh, it's worth noting that I did speak to Chris Jericho today. There were quite a few interesting tidbits, which you know I will be dropping in article form in the next few days, and I might even tweet out some of the interesting lines that he talked about. Um, You know, one of them... You know, just spitting stuff off the top of my head before I get into my main point. He wants to do an Omega Jericho tag team in New Japan. Ooh. And he wants to do it against Tanahashi and Okada. He believes that could main event the Tokyo Dome. Um, he said that's something he wants to get round to. He also wants to face the likes of Will Ospreay. Um, he wants to, you know, Ibushi. He wants to get out to Japan again. He feels like, although uh, AEW is his focus, he says he does still harbour that ambition um in terms of retirement he's not thinking about it at all but you know i did say you know you either end up with a baron corbin situation and kurt angle or maybe you go out like the rock was you know stone cold's last opponent or michael's was rick flair's and he was like i really don't give a shit about the last opponent and to quote him he said it could just be marco stunt and then i'll just go you know what i'm done um so he doesn't anticipate a big like retirement tour but he says unless a story dictated it, you know, unless it kind of fell into the few that he was in, which I personally think it would. I think he's too big of a star to ignore, but I understand where he's coming from. He said about AEW coming to the UK. He said he doesn't know for sure, but Fozzie are here in December. And he says, I think they've got like 14 dates, something like that. And he goes, they're nearly all sellouts. Like it's sold the best they ever done over here. And he's like, you know, it's a good indication of what it looks like when we're going to come back. He does believe, he, he doesn't believe, he, and he's really stressed this to me. He was like, you know, I don't want any clickbait headlines. I was like, hey, man. Um, and he was like, uh, I guess it would be next summer. He he has heard about Craven Cottage being Tony's favorite destination to, to hold that. It's ready made. Yeah. Um, so he does believe that next summer, 2022, is likely to be... AEW's uh, foray into the UK and he thinks it probably will be Fighter Fest as well. So that's interesting. You know, obviously he's uh, in those discussions, but he was like, it's above my pay grade to actually know uh, and decide those things. But from just from what he's heard and what previous plans were, um, here's a good interesting one. So I couldn't like outright ask him about Kevin Owens. Right, couldn't do that. Uh, he's under contract, and AW get funny about that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, um, but what I did want to know is, I've always been intrigued. I don't know if anyone was aware of this. Like, why was Vince McMahon so unhappy with the WrestleMania 33 match of Kevin Owens? That is a do good we, like, question. Do we know? Like, I, I said to Chris Jericho, like, I know we've all seen the documentary. I know that we've all seen where Vince was like, mm, like it wasn't for me. And I was like, but we don't really know why. No one's ever 
explained what Vince didn't like about that match. So I straight up asked him. I was like, hey, man, like, what, what kind of feedback did you get? And Jericho said when he came back through the curtain, Vince gave him the thumbs up. I feel like I always felt, you know, I never really asked the question of what did Vince not like about it because I felt like that was a Jedi Vince trick. This is mm. stuff that he does with certain guys. And I feel like he has gotten to the point where he feels like Kevin Owens is the type of guy that needs like that. Doesn't he's like, he like shuns him or like puts him down because he knows it's going to elevate him and knows it's going to motivate him to like do more. That's what I it's think. In, it is. It's interesting that you say that. Um, Cause Jericho went on to say, he said Vince like had, uh, he had like a, it's a British term. He had like a bee in his bonnet about Kevin Owens at the time. He was on him a lot. Jericho yeah. says like, and he said a lot of it was he had a problem with Kevin Owens's weight. This, I, I, when I release the full comments, you'll understand. But he said the events was on at him a lot. And he, I don't think he could really understand, you know, like there's some guys that are just great. Like that, like Vader, right. Bam, bam, yeah. Like Kevin Owens is in that mold, right? Like a yeah. great kind of big guy, not the usual body type. Um, but amazing at what he does. Like, like if Kevin Owens turned up tomorrow and had lost four stone, it'd be fucking weird, right? Like, you'd be like, I don't know, it would kind of take away or detract from what makes him special in, in a perverse way. He, he um, has like a every a every man's look where like, and especially with his promo styles, he's more hmm. of like an evolve or this generation Dusty Rhodes. He's not as big as yeah. he was, but he's an everyman where you see yourself in him, especially with the with the prize fighter and the family man type of gimmick that he came into NXT with. I kind of get that from him. Yeah. So, um, you know, Jericho was just saying he feels like Vince was was needling Kevin Owens. He was trying to you know push and prod him to be what he wanted to be, um, which. I mean, who are we to say? It's Vince's company and the way he runs things. But, I mean, first of all, I think it's wrong to try and change Kevin Owens. And, you know, like you said, the Jedi Vince tricks, I guess, you know, he's trying to get after what he wanted. But to do that after they'd already taken away the hottest story from the promised main event slot is something. So, I don't know. Anyway, that's a bit of information on that. But there's so much more, uh, you know, talking about the stiff knee from Jorge Masvidal. He's got Junior DeSantos this weekend. Um, you know, again, he was talking a lot about what he's done for the four pillars of AEW. You know, in the MJF um, feud and the, I, I called it Trials of Jericho in interview, and he was like, hey, hey, um, the Labors. I was like, oh, shit. Um, you, Chris Hero is considered. Did you know that? I heard some someone say that. I think it was Jericho in a in a previous uh, interview where he talked mm. about Chris Hero possibly being there. I don't know how they would have made sense of that, but that would have been very very interesting. He said that um, the Wardlow was always the last. That was always to be the way. Um, Nick Gage was MJF's idea. Wow, I, I would have thought it was Jericho's. So would I. He had never heard of him until he did the Vice documentary. Yeah. Dark Side of the Ring. And he said after that, it was MJF who said we should do that because it'd be a great kind of break from the feud, like a different step that people won't predict. And Dan, was he right? I didn't predict that shit. No. Um, and then he said the Juventud Guerrera, um, I think it was a Tony Khan idea um, of a throwback. Um, but what he did want to pour cold, cold water on was a lot of people thought that Lance Storm might be 
next or whatever. Yeah. But he Jericho said if Lance Storm was able, he probably would have had the Juventus Guerrero spot. Like there wasn't going to be multiple nostalgia. He said it was it was going to be one like that. Yeah. So you know it's um so interesting though to hear the you know if, if you're into all this kind of stuff like SV3 and I am you'll love this interview. There's a lot of him talking about the process and the thoughts going behind a lot of the stories that they've done. So man, there's a lot to a lot to think on there, guys. Uh, but with that pretty much at the end of the show, which is staggering. Um, but alas, I shan't bemoan it anymore. What I do want to talk about as we finish here for the final few minutes, because I know we haven't got to yet, is Brian Danielson, Minoru Suzuki, Rampage, buy-in, Jesus, this Friday. So for those keeping up, Raw, Raw, SmackDown decided to extend their show by half SmackDown an hour. SmackDown supersized. Supersized. Um, of course, has nothing to do with AW running after them. Uh, and they've obviously got Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch, I want to say, facing yeah. off this, this Friday. Commercial free, last half Commercial hour. Commercial free, right? Which obviously runs into the hour of Rampage. Uh, I want to say Jericho and Junior DeSantos is on Rampage. Yes. Is it? Yes, it is. Uh, Junior uh, DeSantos. And Lee Morai? And, uh, no, Lee Moriarty and Bobby Fish is on the buy-in. Buy-in. Um, yeah. It's Junior DeSantos and Men of the Year versus... Uh, Jericho, Sammy, and Jake Hager. Incredible stuff. Um, so, of course, we've got that this Friday. Anyway, from there, uh, because SmackDown countered Rampage, Tony Khan decided, well, we're going to do a pre-show to Rampage on YouTube, nonetheless, and it's going to be Brian Goddamn Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki. Um, let me just say this before I let SB3 run wild. I cannot understand wrestling fans, right? Like, um, it's some of them anyway. On Twitter today, people are going, oh, but, you know, why wouldn't you pop a rating? Or, oh, you know, given they're you know, burning through all their matches. Like, far too many people have read too much about wrestling. And they're like, oh, you know, making excuses as to why getting to watch Suzuki and Danielson for free on YouTube, where it will live forever, is a bad thing. Please, please. Don't overthink it, guys. It's going to be great. I, I I said this on Monday, and once again, I got to say it again. Tony Khan putting his manhood right on the table, right on the table, <laughs> and he's saying, Vince, take this. He's been talking. He's been what? talking. That's so what he much, did. So much trash on all these interviews, talking about how, how Raw sucked this week to Robbie Fox. Oh, yeah. uh, talking about how, how he has the better show. It's, it's like basically the, the whole impact uh, vignettes that they were doing all those months with AEW putting down impact and, uh, you know, bigging up AEW. He has brought it to the main roster. He's brought it to Raw. He's brought it to SmackDown. And he's like, he's like I'm just going to try to beat y'all out the water. I'm going to give a dream match for free on YouTube. And I totally agree with you. I saw some troll accounts who said that, oh, the debuts of Brian Cole oh. and, and Malachi Black were so great, but now they're less over than what they were before. And, and the Suzuki, the, the disparaging of Suzuki, people. I saw someone say he's like Goldberg. I'm not even going to touch that. Oh, but just, just some people like, I haven't seen anything of you know to, uh, to get excited about from Suzuki and AEW. Like, I'm not even the biggest New Japan mark, but f- come the fuck on. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, like, don't go out of your way just to 
poo-poo things, right? Like, I, I, I see all these people using all these different wrestling lingo to, to explain why this match is just not a good idea. And I just think, man, like, have you forgotten why you like wrestling? I, I, I don't know. Again, I, as I say, people, don't I, overthink it. I've seen people say, like, accuse Midoriya Suzuki of being Nia Jax, saying that he's going to hurt and <laughs> injure uh, Brian Danielson. Like, it's Wait, ridiculous. I mean, he might. He's the murder grandpa for a reason. This is the mm. one guy in New Japan that my wife looked at and she was like, I just don't like him. He hasn't done anything, <laughs> but just the way he looked, she didn't like him. And then I showed her the picture of me and Suzuki, me holding the Intercontinental Championship when he was IWGP Intercontinental Champion. He's got a big smile on his face. She's like, that's the same guy? I was like, yes, yes. He's he's actually a delightful fellow when you, when mm. you meet him. I actually told him the truth choke me when uh when uh, i choked me for the picture and he i was like fake choke me for the picture he was like i don't fake and then that's why we laughed in my picture <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and you were like i'm not even gonna piss it sure exactly exactly yeah. i was fine hey, with it. what we got is a last minute ultra chat here from the zonis which we will finish on what will you watch this friday if any dear brits uh suzuki danielson um, you know, yeah. Uh, to be honest, I'll probably channel hop, right? I'll watch Suzuki Danielson and I'll probably watch Becky and Sasha. Um I'll probably I'll probably put Suzuki and Danielson on the TV, SmackDown on the laptop. I actually do a review show following SmackDown and Rampage, so I have to watch both. But I I'm more interested in Suzuki and Danielson. Yeah, only for the main reason is that I have been conditioned to know WWE very well. And know that we're not going to get a clean finish to Sasha Banks versus Becky no. Becky Lynch on network television. I'm going to watch both. Don't get me but wrong. Yeah, they, they don't clash, do they? Right? Because because yeah. Danielson and, and um, Suzuki will be during SmackDown, like the original yes. run, whereas the overrun will be on what Rampage would be. So you can watch both. Yeah. But I will be turning away from SmackDown to watch Danielson and Suzuki without a doubt. Absolutely, that's one of my main. Danielson in New Japan dream matches. It's going to be tremendous. Go out of your way if you haven't already. Watch Minoru Suzuki versus Joey Janela from GCW Aftermath this week, this past weekend. If you want to taste, if you if you are unaware of what Suzuki can do, that's what's a little bit of Suzuki in America. It was a great match there, and also go out of your way to watch that whole GCW uh, Fight Club show. That was just tremendous Insane. stuff. And I can't wait for GCW in Hammerstein Ballroom. I didn't get to say it on Monday. I am going to try my best to be there January 23rd. That video package was one of the best things that I've seen in wrestling this entire year where they hyped it up and they talked about all the things fans or naysayers have said about the GCW or said about certain uh, competitors there. The the Matt Cardona was amazing. Matt Cardona saying exactly the line WWE told him, saying that you, you uh, have all the tools, but you're just not a top player. We wish you the best of luck on your future endeavors. Just powerful stuff. Go out of your way mm. to watch that as well if you didn't see that. Also, I saw Vikingo doing some crazy stuff this past week and i started doing a deep dive on youtube because that guy is a lunatic he is insanely talented um just wanted to throw that out there i had honestly never heard of him until a couple of weeks ago i don't wow. know what that says about me but i hadn't um yeah i'm very much in the work focus bubble but jesus that guy that's can do the, some... that's the guy kenny omega said he wants to verse the most for the triple a mega championship i gotta watch that match i heard a lot of good things by kingo and um 
Laredo Kid versus the Lucha Bros. Lucha Bros, wherever they go, they just have after banger. They absolutely tear. Uh, the Zornis uh, has a finishing one on this Ultra Texas. I think Tony's move is brilliant, but even better is TK's thought that everybody should be able to watch everything. Um, I think every, I don't really even use the term real wrestling fan, but um, eventually, whether you want to come around to AEW or not, I think you will appreciate that. Um, the fan, you know, we all, we had that ridiculous McMahon promo a few years ago of the, you know, we're going to start doing things for you. Um, you know, they still do whatever the fuck they want to do. But um, I do feel like Tony Khan being a real kind of um, more present day fan understands what people want to see. That's my take on it. Anyway, thank you so much, guys, for joining us once again here on Wrestling Daily. We went long. We always do. Uh, how can we just go 20 minutes? It's impossible. But thank you so much for joining. Steph Chase will be back tomorrow. Andrew Thompson is in the house on Friday, continuing our Black uh, History Month streak of a tremendous, tremendous co-host. Um, we've got more on the way from that, too. So stay tuned. SB3, where can I catch you this week, man? Uh, you can catch me over on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel Friday, Dark Side of the Ring review. Uh, this one's on Luna Vashon, so stay tuned Ooh. for that. And then uh, Saturday, we got our second fantasy wrestling draft on True Hill Heat, where we'll be facing the NWA podcast on post-wrestling. So check that out. And let me tell you something. I'm a patron to True Hill Heat. I am. I am a patron. Guys, do it. Join the gang. I love the content from the guys. So make sure you be a good egg and join us and join us next time here on Wrestling Daily. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.